New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey guys, so glad you're joining us today for our Proverbs podcast. It's Dakota Logan again, and today we're going to be finishing up Proverbs chapter 25. Today I'm going to be reading from the NIV, and we're going to start in verse 15 and finish the chapter. So here we go. Verse 15 says, Through patience a ruler can be persuaded, and a gentle tongue can break a bone. If you find honey, eat just enough. Too much of it, and you will vomit. Seldom set foot in in your neighbor's house. Too much of you, and they will hate you. (laughs) I love that. It's almost like, man, don't be the annoying neighbor. Don't do it. Verse 18 says, Like a club or a sword or a sharp arrow, it's one who gives false testimony against a neighbor. Like a broken tooth or a lame foot is reliance on the unfaithful in a time of trouble. Like one who takes away a garment on a cold day or like vinegar poured on a wound is one who sings songs to a heavy heart. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head and the Lord will reward you. Like a north wind that brings unexpected rain is a sly tongue, which provokes a horrified look. Better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. Now, I was reading, I was reading through this and studying through this, and I was talking to Ansley about it. I was like, babe, there's nothing in me that wants anything to do with the corner of our roof, I promise. And she was like, mm-hmm, you better say that. That's the, that's the right answer. Um, anyways, I'm going to keep going. Verse 25, like cold water to a weary soul is good news from a distant land. Like a muddied spring or a polluted well are the righteous who give way to the wicked. It's not good to eat too much honey, nor is it honorable to search out matters that are too deep. Like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. Now, as I was reading through this proverb, one of the things that stuck out to me was just this thread of struggling with self-control. You see it in verse 16. Verse 16 talks about, hey, don't eat too much of something good because too much of something good and it's not good. Um, and verse 27, eating again, it's not good to eat too much honey. It's not good to desire things that are too, that are too deep for you. And then 28, I love verse 28, like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. Like, so again, I think all of us to some extent can, can relate to struggling with an area of, of self-control in our life. And I don't know what it is for you. Maybe it's overeating. Maybe it's drinking the drunkenness. Maybe it's social media binging. Maybe it's obsessing over the stock market or maybe it's pornography or another addiction of some sort. I don't know what it is for you, but there are areas where we're weak. Or we're susceptible to attack and to temptation. And the enemy knows that. And when we lack self-control, that opens us up to all kinds of spiritual attacks. And that is not foolproof living. I want to read verse 28 again. I love this verse. It says, Like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. Man, that I love that picture. 
Because if we're, if we're lacking self-control in our lives, if we're lacking discipline in one area of temptation in our lives, then, then we're like a city whose walls have been busted through. We're not protected. We're open to attack. And that is not a good place for the people of God to be in. And so, okay, so what do we do? What are some things that we can do? And, and this isn't explicitly from this proverb, but just from Scripture and just principles that we can kind of hold on to and go to to fight for self-control. Number one is asking God for strength. The, the worst thing that we can do when we struggle with self-control is think we can do it on our own. No, be willing to go to God in confession. God, I'm struggling with this. I need you to help me. I need you to strengthen me. Okay, so confession and repentance, that's step one. Step two is inviting accountability. Getting someone else in the battle with me because, again, me doing it on my own isn't working out so well um, because I'm lacking self-control. So I obviously need someone else in to help me um, fight for this area of self-control in my life. Okay, so one, ask God for strength. Two, invite accountability. Those are practical things. And then the third one is a concept that I think is helpful. And I challenged our cautions with it a few weeks ago at the point. And here it is. Don't go shopping while you're hungry. Don't go shopping while you're hungry. Dakota, what do you mean by that? Well, have you ever done that? Have you ever gone shopping while you're hungry? You probably made some poor decisions. I, I think back to Super Bowl Sunday. Ansley sent me with a list to, to get some things, and I hadn't eaten all day. It was after church, and I was like, I was starving, and we had some college students coming over for the party. And like, Ansley sent me a list of stuff, and, and I went so off the rails. It was like, okay, um, Ice cream, yes. Is that on the list? No, but yes. I'm saying yes to ice cream and and this dessert. And we we had some desserts planned, but it was like I went overboard. And it was like we had you know a cheese dip planned, but I wanted I wanted another type of cheese dip. I wanted cheese to put on crackers. I wanted sausage cheese balls. I wanted like I wanted uh, the whole. I mean, I, I just went I went all out, right? And I probably wouldn't have made all those same decisions if I wouldn't have gone shop while I was hungry. Okay, so now the way that we apply this principle in another area. So the way that I applied it with our college students was to, to our guys in, um, in the area of struggling with lust or with pornography. I said, guys, don't go shopping while you're hungry. Like what I mean by that? I mean, late at night when you're tired and you are honestly trying to probably escape from the stresses of today or escape from the stresses of tomorrow, whatever it is, when you are in a vulnerable state and weak, why do you think it's a good idea to scroll on social media for a few hours before you go to bed in your room alone? Like that's just not, that's not a good, that's not a good decision, right? Because at the end of the day, you're already weak, you're vulnerable to attack and social media, like on your phone, like you're literally, you're putting, I mean, you're allowing the enemy to put something, you're putting the temptation right in front of your face, right at your fingertips um, in a time when you're alone and you're vulnerable. I was like, guys, you know what? If you're struggling right now, don't don't get on social media after supper. Like like when you get home and you eat dinner, like don't just don't get on social media for the rest of the evening. It's gonna be okay. Like everyone's gonna be still be on Instagram tomorrow. You know, like and that's just one one way to apply that concept of don't go shopping while you're hungry. You can apply it with with any area, but basically it's saying, hey, what are some things that you can put in place? Some boundaries that you can do that you're not putting the temptation right in front of your face in moments where you're where at your weakest. So, um, again, so don't put yourself in a situation where you're being, where you're being tempted um, and you're, you know, you're right there for the taking to, to fall into that, okay? And again, as we practice self-control, 
we won't be like that city that has no protection and has no walls. No, because God will strengthen us and we'll be protected from the enemy's attacks when we fight for self-control and we rely on God and we bring other people into the fight with us. So guys, hope this was encouraging to you. Thanks again for tuning in and join us back tomorrow. We're going to jump into Proverbs chapter 26. See you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.